Indeed. Hello, everybody. This is Vibrant Vernacular. Thank you for tuning back in. This is Azalei. Shawan. And Pasha's. Good morning, everybody. Good day. So we always want to start again with an attitude of gratitude. So let's just discuss briefly um, how your week was and what you're grateful for. Uh, well, <laughs> I had a pretty good week. I didn't really have to work too much this week, so I'm thankful for time off. That's a big thing. Um, and I'm just thankful for my family. Like today's my little brother's birthday, mm-hmm. so pretty excited about that. And just which one? The love that I have for my family. My brother Piandre. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 26. Oh my birthday. god. <laughs> So just thankful for family, friends, everybody. It's a celebration. Yes, I remember when that child was like still, I promise you he had a diaper on, like running around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to grab him to hold on to him or like hug him or he's not he was not having it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. try to kiss his little cheeks. Oh, that is so funny. What's he say? Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, oh, I'm thankful for the memories, um, definitely. But I'm thankful for, um, I don't know, the way my life is like taking off. I think it's it's been a slow process, you know, with me being a, the mother of four. You know, um, a lot of things I feel I have put on hold for so many years, and now it's like, okay, those them kids don't really need me that much. So I'm just thankful for the way things are happening in my life like some really positive changes are happening so I'm just thankful for the people in my life the connections and just me being showing up you know every morning I'm just thankful for life right now you deserve it girl um so I am just thankful to be alive it was a rough week for me (laughs) so I just kind of have a generic answer but um, again, that's good enough because a lot of people ain't waking up today. So, yeah, that is true. Well, true, guys, true. today we are going to discuss. I don't know if you guys saw it, but on Instagram, um, there was an apology done by the girl Pam from the legendary group Total, um, of Bad Boy, and she um posted an apology because her ex husband, which I believe is. Jay Long is now married to um, Centoya Brown, which is the young lady that was given, I guess the word's clemency, um, from jail for uh, being a victim of sex trafficking. Um, so She was a victim, but she killed the person that was abusing her? Correct. Exactly. Yes. So... Um, we were going to start from the angle of just Pam's apology. I, when I saw the clip, it was just kind of awkward. And also I hadn't heard much about like this situation recently. So for this to kind of air, and, and I don't know if it just aired recently, but it's just to me getting like ground. Um, but Pam pretty much was just saying that in the past, she had made a false statement about her husband forcing himself on her. Um, through their relationship and she wanted to apologize for that because of you know the type of persona and um, I'm sure recourse that followed him so I don't know if you guys saw the clip and kind of you know what are your thoughts behind her apology 
Um, yeah, Pastor, you can you speak to that part? Uh, yeah, I I saw a clip on Instagram. It says, "Make sure your apology is as loud as your disrespect." So I thought that was kind of fitting for this. There are so many women that really go through what she's alleged that he, you know, the acts that he allegedly committed against her. And women are rarely when it comes to rape and, you know, those types of things. So for you to come out and like defame this man's character, I feel like that's like, I don't even know the word to use to describe how I feel. That's, that's just wrong. I guess that's the best way I can describe it, but it needs to be something more stronger than wrong. Like that is so hurtful to somebody's character. You know what I'm saying? And you probably have women that really believe that he's that type of a person just based upon who you are as a celebrity and the fact that you said it on your, because I looked at the, the podcast that yeah or the radio thing that she presented the information on and I'm like, all of these people got to hear that and they believed it based upon the person they thought you were. And then so it came out, it, that came out before this other stuff on Instagram. So it's like, this all people had to go on until you yeah. were convicted enough to make an apology. That's crazy. And, and it was a year after the stuff. That's the worst part. Like it was a year after she you did, put it out she did a set. Yeah, oh. a whole year. Okay. And see, for me, I, I guess when we talked last night, we were texting, I was on a Zoom call too, and I was trying to do a million things at one time, but you were saying I needed to see the <laughs> the Instagram, you know, that would like kind of supersede the interview that I was watching. And that really made a lot of sense to me because, you know, whenever we talk about stuff like this, I always try to draw from my own experiences. And watching that YouTube portion that I was watching with her sitting down with two other people speaking her quote unquote truth, you know, everybody was captivated, definitely listening. And then you look at the comments, the comments take me out every time, you know, but it's just (laughs) when you saw people like, I believe her, he ain't no good. He going to do the same thing to this other lady. It's like the public opinion has already been established that Mm -hmm. he's this horrible person. And I think um, even when we talked about Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, your position was always like, hold up, you know, like there's a little more to it or, you know, this doesn't make sense. And I'm like, you know how, I'm just like, dang, you know, I didn't even think that far into some stuff, you know, and then lo and behold, a few weeks later, it's like, wait, they, you, she was too drunk to know what happened. You know, in all these situations, it's like, even in my own situation with my husband, when there was a physical abuse, physical violence, I had to tell people in the same breath, the same conversation, I was no angel. You know what I'm saying? It's not like all this stuff just happened to me. I contributed to some of it by, like if it was domestic violence, if I hit him first sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That has to be put out there too. Not like, oh, every time you turn around, he's hitting me. No, we were going against each other. I think hearing the other side of the coin, the other side of the equation is what makes it like, okay, some stuff had happened and y'all don't need to be together. But you Mm. putting it like you you was this little person and all these 
unfortunate situations kept happening to you. That makes me annoyed because it's like, what part did you play in this whole mess? You know, and I hate when people don't don't tell the truth or they don't tell the whole truth. Yeah. That makes me not want to fool with you and not even feel sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. So. I just the apology was just very awkward. So to be honest, I don't know like how I feel about it. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to say it was forced, but one, if it is a year later, that's awkward in itself. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm big on how you do your apology. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need theatrics, but I mean, <laughs> there wasn't like a tear dropped. Sweet. It kind of looked like he was reading a cue card. And I don't know if I'm just looking at it because it's a celebrity. But yeah. to me, I don't know. I feel like this is something she might have been, um, you know, coerced to do because I don't mm-hmm. know. Like Pashas always says, there's more to the story. I don't know if maybe Centoya and her husband have something coming out soon. Yeah, I saw, maybe. And it's gonna make her look. I saw bad, a defamation maybe. case pending. Okay. Like they were, I think she did it to avoid a defamation case. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I don't, I didn't feel like it was genuine. Like she thought about it, and there was conviction. I feel like it was a, a publicist telling you, you got to do this because we got too much shit that's coming you know, down the pipe to deal with. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was kind of my take on it. I would agree but you know, um, I agree with you yeah. as well, because when you look at her face, when she was saying the actual infraction, yeah, she was saying it with so yeah, 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 yeah. Was, and so much whole heart, anger. Her, yeah. yeah, and it was like yeah. anger yeah. and frustration and just everything. Yeah. But also, uh, let me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but did her interview where she said that come after the interview with Centoya and Jamie on the Breakfast Club, I'm not. It might have been. Yeah, it might have been after because she was responding to them. That. So yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. It, it was after. after, and so th- some mm-hmm. of that anger that we see could have been jealousy. And I'm not saying that it was 100 percent because I don't know what their relationship was like as far as her and Jamie. You know what I'm saying, and how it ended. Um, but it could have somewhere in there been a little bit of jealousy not saying that she was jealous of Centoya but you know you don't want your relation and the way she talked through the interview she didn't want her relationship with him to end so like in her religious beliefs she didn't feel as though divorce was something that she wanted to do so that could be I don't know I don't think jealousy is the best word but like some of that anger could have been that their relationship ended and she didn't want it to end you know what I'm saying? As far as how I, she was expressing yes. herself. I agree with that. And just watching that, um, her YouTube thing before the Instagram thing, it for me, before I saw the Instagram thing, I think for me, it was a matter of, you know, my heart going out to her, trying to identify with some of the things she was saying. But yeah, it's um, one thing that I kind of, coined a long time ago when we were doing our whole lemonade thing mm-hmm. before Beyonce did it. Let me exactly. It was like, <laughs> I want to be better, not bitter. And in order to be better and not come off so bitter, like she did in that interview, it's like gather your thoughts. You know, a lot of comments were saying that she was kind of having some sort of complex or something because of Centoya's looks or hair and you know and I'm like I don't I doubt if that had anything to do with you know the the that little physical features or personal thing but I think it does 
speak to um, when she was saying that he took her to Alabama and she was like, I can't, I can't stay here. I can't sleep here. You know, it was like some people do some crazy stuff in the name of love. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like um, following your husband. um, I always have this thing where I'm like, I want to let him lead, but he ain't no leader. You know what I'm saying? Or he wasn't leading us in the right direction. It's like having that, you know, you're supposed to support your husband. Like, where you taking us? What the, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, still trying to let that man be the man until you realize this Negro crazy, you know, like something else is wrong here. But until you get that realization, you're going to roll with it because that's your husband. Mm-hmm. And she did say, you know, how, how fine he was. And, you know, she, she did love him. I mean, there had to be some love and trust at some point, but yeah, I did see a lot of what what appeared to be bitterness coming out of that interview. Um, I don't know. Part of I me think, is just like, damn. And I also think um, it seems like she kind of had a private marriage because not to be funny, not, not that I'm anybody, but I didn't even know she was married. Mm-hmm, and I definitely didn't either. know him. So yeah. um, I think that's also hard <laughs> to swallow too when you kind of had a private life, even though you were a celebrity, but that was one aspect you were able to kind of keep private. And then here he is, quote unquote, dating us. So I guess she's a celebrity now or, you know, a well-known public figure. And you guys are kind of vocal and he's happy to show her off. They're willing to do interviews together. That probably can trigger some. I mean, that might've been attention seeking behavior for Pam Mm -hmm. um, to make, you know, those allegations. So I mean, no. Again, nobody knows what happened, but just it was awkward, and I don't know. Yeah, I agree. one thing I did. One thing I did want to touch on was um, when she started saying that uh, in her YouTube, that what I watched on YouTube, she was saying that she worked at a burger place. I don't remember the name of it, but um, White Castle. Okay, I just thought it was like. I wasn't even laughing at that part, but it was just, it made me think when I was going through my divorce and all that stuff, and I moved down to Virginia, you know, I wasn't getting uh, financial aid. I wasn't getting financial aid. I wasn't getting child support or anything. And I was looking for a job and I was like, um, I applied to McDonald's and I was like, watch, they be the first people to call me back. (laughs) Like I did not want to work there. But one thing she said was, she took the job and she felt that God you know, had to humble her to work there. And I know I have worked some places where I, I needed the paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, so I did work in order to provide for my family. And she was like the whole time she was there, she was ministering to people and talking to people. And I find that to be so true when you find yourself in a situation. Where, and that's no disrespect to the people working at McDonald's, but it's like, that wasn't for me. That wasn't what I was supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. I didn't even put down that I had a degree when I filled out my application because I didn't want the job. And I, if I had a degree, then what? You know, it's like I'm overqualified. That was the word I kept hearing every place that I went to seek employment. But to humble yourself enough to be in a place where she said people came in there and was just staring at her, you know, like it's really her. Is it her? Is it really her? And it just made me think like we all do some things that we probably don't want to do, but it's for a bigger purpose. You know, I don't know what her purpose in life is, but I can imagine what that was like literally showing up every day. And she said she was working the register like 
that that's a humbling experience like no other. So I, my heart just went out to her when she was talking, you know, the part that was fabricated. I'm like, damn, you know, I really wish you could have not done that. But the sincerity of what she was saying on, on, you know, other aspects of their marriage just made me like, damn, like I really felt it. The one thing that I thought was so weird when she was like, he, one of the rumors he put out was that he only married her because her mom said something like she shouldn't be gay or something like that. I just thought that was really like far-fetched or <laughs> like, why would he feel the need to go there? Like the marriage was just arranged. So it would make her not look gay. Mm. I think I see that though. Well, if you, um, <laughs> further in the interview, did you, did you, I didn't listen to the the whole interview, but she did say she did sleep with women. But she's not gay. Oh, so she did say that like that was her verbatim. She was like, "I'm not gay, but in my past, have I slept with women? Yes, I have." So I uh. think that kind of plays into that story. But I love how you brought out that fact that she humbled herself, um, even after her celebrity to work at White Castle because I thought that was commendable as well. Because I feel like mm-hmm. we do that all the time, though. You know what I'm saying? It it there are times yeah. where you and say you know what I'm not as big as I thought I was and I have to do things yes. this way in order to get where I'm, I'm supposed to be you know in life so right. I thought that was very commendable you know and then and to think... see that interview a year later was like uh, no <laughs> why you know <laughs> what is you doing yeah <laughs> and I think that too might bring out more bitterness if you know you're willing to humble yourself but then he seems so um, financially stable with his home healthcare business. Mm. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm over here struggling. I've traveled the world. Well, I don't want to say struggling, but I'm over here yeah, with a different weird. income level and I'm not traveling the world like I used to and potentially getting the same amount of money that I was getting before as a performer, but he's kind of well taken care of. And that's just my assumption. I mean, he did say he had a successful home health home health um care business so I'm just like well Well, she said she made the choice Adelaide she didn't say yeah it wasn't him contributing to her working at White Castle she said she Uh made that as a choice and she said she passed up opportunities to continue for singing singing to do that so it ain't had nothing to do with him at all that was her doing she made that choice herself consciously so yeah yeah I ain't gonna put him under the bus on, on that part as well <laughs> she said on that part but you know honestly <laughs> you don't the the thing about relationships like i always say this relationships are personal you know we show yeah. you what we want to show you in our relationships mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you're not living in the house yeah. you know what i'm saying so anything that you see is what that person was willing to share with you for whatever purpose yes. it is that they wanted to share it with you so some of the That's stuff so that she's talking about that they may have uh, been through in their relationship could definitely be true because we're only going to hear what they want to put out. And we have to understand the reasoning mm-hmm. or the intent why they're putting out this specific information versus putting out this information. Is, you know what I'm saying? So like you true. said, Adelaide, it could have been a coerced or a forced apology, you know, and we could be saying all of this about her and him and not really know the truth of what went on in their relationship. So, but that's the one thing that I I think people overlook is that 
I'm going to tell you what I want you to know. You know what I'm saying? And there Uh are going to be some Mm -hmm. things that I don't tell you. I try to be as unbiased as possible, but regardless, you're going to be biased. You know, there's going to be some. Yeah, because it's your life. You know, there. So, but I just. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I wonder, like, even though, like, on her interview with the YouTube, the way she talked about how her and Jamie met were almost a mirror of how he met Santoya, though. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, Yeah. I wanted to talk about that because what I, I guess I, I watched what I could, you know, um, I tried to click on other people's things like Centoya Brown is making her rounds. You know, I saw her on TI's podcast on some other, the breakfast club and there was something else. I feel like she's, you know, just promoting um, her, her book. Right. But the funny part was like how when everybody found out about this story, it's like for him, she, you know, to play. I know when we texted last night, I was like, oh, we got to talk about her, too. But when I thought about it more, it's like this lady was sitting in jail, minding her business. He pursued her. You know what I'm saying? Like if he pursued her. It's almost like, dang, she was left with no choice. Like, he doesn't look like an ugly guy. You know what I'm saying? So I probably would have jumped at the opportunity, too. But it's like she was sitting there minding her business. He sought her out, you know what I'm saying, like, before she even got out of jail. So I just thought it was like, dang, we can't be mad at her. You know, we really can't be mad at her in any situation, anything that we're talking about now. Like, it's not her fault. Or some people were saying that she's, she just got out of, you know, she was in jail for a bad situation and she jumped out and got in a bad relationship. But do we know that that relationship is bad? Like you just said, people only show us what, you know, what they want us to see. So we can't make a judgment about that. I just thought that was really interesting. Like looking at things from her point of view, like she got to get hers one way or the other, you know, and she's definitely out here promoting her stuff and living her life right now so I just pray for everybody involved at this mm-hmm. point <laughs> I think um, Pam had alluded to that um, in the beginning it was just saying like when she was on her rant about him that he was quote unquote a predator she was just like you know she better watch out because he's just there for the money and like this is the it thing right now but mm-hmm. but what money did Centoya have and then also when he started talking to her she didn't have the likelihood of getting out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. She was minding her business and she was locked right. up. Like, yeah. So that's a little weird for me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, how can you say, I can anybody like dictate what's going to happen yeah. in this relationship? Like, we got to watch this unfold, honey. Like, <laughs> whatever y'all want to show us, I guess I'm here for it. It's a mess. <laughs> Even Centoya, I, I got my reservations about her too, but Oh no, <laughs> I do Damn, too. But you know what? I, I work to, to stay out of people's business unless you invite me into your business. So, like, mm-hmm. I would have never looked into Pam until we saw the Instagram post. I would never looked at her ever again, not being mean or anything, because I still respect Total and I love their music. Period. But I would have yes. never looked her up. Like, I wouldn't yeah. follow her on Instagram. <laughs> like, it she wouldn't be somebody that's on my radar, and that's no disrespect to her, but she just wouldn't be. So, like, Centoya, I wouldn't really yeah. follow her story any more than what I've learned already about her. And I respect her plight and what she's been through. And, you know, I feel like 
her dues were paid in the sense of how long she was in prison. And I feel like she has daddy issues and mommy issues. I do. I really feel that in my heart. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, unless she do something that's newsworthy, I'm really not going to be looking into her. You know, so like, I feel like a lot of times with this stuff, like, we all get caught in the wave, which is cool. But once that wave passes, I think we're on to the next, you know, for the most part. Not saying like that in a disrespectful manner, because like you said, Shawan, I pray for everybody. And I want everybody to be successful, Mm -hmm. happy, healthy, all of that. Like, I don't wish any ill will or ill intent on anyone. Um, but it's just kind of like everything comes in waves. It's like, okay, she had her moment, moment gone. Pam wanted to be part of their moment, it seemed like. But now all of their moments are gone. And now here we go with another relevancy issue. You know, like, I feel like their timing for everything mm-hmm. is always back behind something else. So, like, if I'm going to put an apology mm-hmm. out, I'm a celebrity. I know how this goes. If I, if I promote drama, that means a new CD is coming out. If I go to jail, that means a new yeah. I got a new song that's about to be played on the radio. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's all <laughs> behind whatever stir that they cause. It's all and it's like we're sitting waiting. Okay, what is Pam about to do? She about to do a solo album now? You know what I'm saying? You know, are they doing this defamation of uh character, um uh whatever case against her? Um, this lady, um, I told y'all about her. Her name is Unwind with Tasha K. When I was scrolling through Instagram, she had a headline up there. Oh, Pam's apology comes right before they're about to file a defamation of character uh, case against her. So I mm. didn't look at the full interview, but I just looked at the, you know, little caption of what it was called. And yeah. I'm like, it's always something with them. It's like, it's never like a calm moment. It's like, it has to be followed by drama. And a lot of the drama is never like the best drama. You know what I'm saying? It's always something bad, right. which kind of bothers me. <laughs> I just love how um, I know you do this a lot where you take breaks from social media. And I see a, that's like a, a common trend among a lot of my friends is, look, for the next 30 days, I'm not going to be on there. So don't try to reach me on there. You know, and I just think it's so necessary that we all log out (laughs) sometimes you know and and for me I don't watch television so Mm -hmm. I have to you know catch my clips you know in different ways but part of me just you know I we talk about this a lot where I do need to take some time to kind of update myself on what's going on especially as a social worker all these policy changes and things I, I definitely am on you know up on that but to unplug and uh, log out of social media sometimes, I think it's so necessary because you'll be believing a whole lot of stuff from somebody else's point of view if you don't take the time to formulate your own opinion of some of the stuff that we're hearing. And like you said, they they put out what they want us to digest, you know, at that for that day or at that moment, or just enough to keep us invested and interested in what the hell they got going on and it's nothing you know it's absolutely nothing that can pay my bills you know so I just think to be able to detach yourself from some of this stuff is so necessary and I just wish the people that's putting out these stories or the the subjects of these stories you know but just think about it you know and sometimes what do we say the the best reaction is no mm-hmm. reaction at all mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it just helps to shut your mouth and don't just let it ride let it pass because 
tomorrow, Monday morning, it's going to be a brand new something yep. to wow us. So trust and believe. Trust and believe. So my food for thought is like, mind your damn business. <laughs> you know. <laughs> True that, though. Okay. I think that's easier said than done. Yeah. And you know what I think, y'all? And it's also strategic. And I know COVID, it can't be strategically planned around COVID. But that's how it feels. Because, like, all of this stuff happened. Everybody's stuck in the house. Now they about to stick us in the house again. And it's just kind of like, what else do mm-hmm. you have to reach for other than social media, Instagram, something, instant entertainment to get your mind off of what you're going through with COVID? And it's just kind of like, like you said, I think my food for thought would be to kind of piggyback on what you said unplug sometimes like take some time to really connect Mm -hmm. with people I know we may not be able to connect with people on a more physical level just because of how things are going like me and Adelaide we did go Sunday right this past Sunday Adelaide Mm -hmm. right. so we did reconnect and I got to touch her you know what I'm saying physically be my girl on Sunday you know so I'm I'm just saying in general (laughs) just reconnect yeah, I'm just find with ways y'all. to reconnect. If it ain't meeting with your girl, something like reconnect to mm-hmm. people, you know, and not just the the social media aspect of things. True, yeah. I agree. I tend to um take that break. That's how I start my new year. So y'all know me. I delete all my text mm-hmm. messages from the year before because I don't want to be talking about nothing from the old years. Um. And I start um, a break. I do like at least 30 days um, to start the new year. So my mind's kind of clear and I'm focused on other things. So I would agree. It's important to unplug. And there's two sides to every story. So, um, you know, I could tell one story about one person. Somebody could tell another story about, you know, the same situation. So it's two sides to every story. And, you know, sometimes you need to hear two sides to form an educated um you know opinion and um yes tag i had another food for thought but because i'm getting old i can't remember i can't remember <laughs> well, let me say i'm gonna say something you might remember after this but um you just talked about what you do for the new year and i think um you know how some people i was just talking yesterday i was like I hate when people wait till the new year to do stuff. You know, this year, it seemed like on my birthday, I considered that my new year. So, you know, a lot of the stuff you said you you do on like the mm-hmm. new year, I did it like on, at my birthday yeah. time. And I feel sometimes it's good to yeah. not wait, you know, just like, mm-hmm. yeah, do it when it hits you. But that's excellent advice. Like I, I'm so doing that this January. <laughs> clear out these text yeah. messages just like new year exactly. who this like I really there's yes there's so much that I want us to you know branch out and do with this podcast you know in life in general so I think yeah it's gonna be really interesting like Patrick you did mention them sticking us in the house again I feel a, another mandatory quarantine is coming down the I don't know. I feel it in mm-hmm. my spirit. You know, we're going to be at this again. So it's just when we're in that time, I definitely suggest that. Well, we'll talk off offline, but it just some stuff yeah. has to change. You know, some things have to be ramped up and we're going to all be productive with our time. When yes, we're stuck ma'am. Yes, so, and it's going to be cold. So, yeah, that's oh, even more reason to be stuck. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. 
is what Pasha's always says. Celebrities are still people too. So we got to keep that in mind that they mm-hmm. going to have regular issues just like us. So, you know, we can't always put them on a pedestal and be like, hey, why are they getting a divorce? Why is she saying this? Why is mm-hmm. she still doing this? Because they regular people too. Better than that. Okay. Yeah, they but, don't. Um, they don't get cut and amen. glitter and sparkles come out. They get cut and blood comes out, just like if we got cut. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like same exact thing. But they just chose a life of put on blast. That's what they chose. Like they signed a contract to be put on blast for everything that they do, which is sucky. But you know that's what comes with the territory, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, comes with a lot of money behind it. Exactly. Well, well, guys, um, Mm -hmm. it was fun. So we thank you for listening. Um, Feel free to comment. Um, Check us out on Anchor and Spotify. But until next time, this is Adelaide. And Pashas. This is Pashas. Yes, you are Pashas today. Go ahead. Take that title. I just knew that was coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is passion. Yeah. Like I had like a million sentences in but my head at once. I'm that's so sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that is so retarded. I wanted to say, um, like at vibrant vernacular on Instagram, uh, at Seymour Aforo. Um, just check us out all over. Y'all want to get the people some. Okay, just check yeah. it. And vibrant <laughs> vernacular. Thank y'all. Yes. This is Shawan. All right, that is Shawan, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, y'all.